I welcome you again to this moment around God's Word in prayer. Uh, we, we are walking through the letter of Paul to a church he planted in Thessalonica in northern Greece, 1 Thessalonians, and we come now to chapter 2, which is especially a chapter where Paul pulls back the curtain uh, to see what authentic influence looks like in our lives. I think it applies to all of us, whether we're parents or supervising work teams uh, at, at our jobs or uh, leading small groups or pastoring churches, whatever it be. Uh, this is a really helpful chapter to me. So we're going to go through it uh, in some detail, and we start with, of course, verse 1 of chapter 2. You know, brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not without results. Now, that would probably be the biggest understatement of the letter. Uh, yeah, obviously it had results. There's a church now, and in chapter 1 tells us how that church is even influencing other churches, both in northern and southern Greece. So, yeah, you, your visit had a lot of consequence to it. A whole wonderful church started. Uh, and, and verse 2, though, Paul begins to give us some perspective uh, that would really help him. Because often, after he started these churches, later, as other itinerant preachers started coming around, people would start questioning his apostleship and his authority. And so he's, he's going to say, you know, I did this for the right reasons. Um, and, and in fact, the hardships that surrounded the starting of your church um, are, the, are, are like this refining fire. You know, hardship can either be a mirror or a refining fire. A mirror to show us what we're really about, or a fire to, to, to motivationally got, like cleanse us. And he's going to say, you know, I did this for all the right reasons, because just look, just look at how your church started. I'd previously been in Philippi. We had previously suffered and, being, and been treated outrageously, he says in Philippi, as you know. But with the help of our God, we dared to tell you his gospel in the face of strong opposition. So you can read about that in Acts chapter 16. He's preaching in Philippi in a slave girl who has an, a demonic ability to tell fortunes has been has been trailing Paul around and been saying, uh, the, these are servants of the Most High, and they will tell you how to get saved. Now, that's actually true, but it, it, it came from a wrong spirit. And, uh, and pretty soon, Paul just lost. He just got so aggravated, Acts says, after a few days, that he just turned around and rebuked that demon and cast it out of her. So her owners uh, lost their income. And so they orchestrate a riot. Paul and Silas are arrested. It says they're stripped. They're beaten with rods. And after they were severely flogged, the scripture says they were thrown into prison. Of course, God at midnight would, would release them with that earthquake. But uh, just that experience alone would traumatize most of us for the rest of our lives. But what does Paul do? Picks himself up and goes to the next town, which is Thessalonica. So, so when he says, you know, we had previously suffered and been treated outrageously in Philippi, uh, but with the help of God, I mean, we dared to go to your town and preach the same gospel, not knowing what might happen to us again. For the gospel, verse 3, for the appeal we make does not spring from error or impure motives. For we are not trying to trick you. On the contrary, we speak as those approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. We are not trying to please people who test our hearts, but God who tests our hearts. So obviously, he's saying, you know, 
I'm not just a shyster. I'm not just come here for your money. I'm not just here to manipulate you for some self-interest. I mean, we sacrifice self-interest in order for you to hear the gospel. And hardship does that. It purifies our motives. It, um, and other times, hardship uh, causes you know who we still really are to come out. We don't like what we see. It's like a mirror to us. But may God allow us to transform hardships in our lives right now to, to, um, to refine us and to die to self-interest and be what he wants us to be. Thank you, Lord, for this. May your grace come. We give you whatever hardship we're going through now. Maybe the kind of hardship that will traumatize us for the rest of our lives. But we pray, God, that you'll use it to purify us. Even when we see wrong reactions coming out of ourselves, we pray you use it to refine us and purify us. Help us to serve you for the right reasons, O God, because we love you and because your gospel has power. In Jesus' name. Amen.